there's a cement hole where like everything you wash is gonna drain down. I'm like, all right. I look around, no one's watching. I hope there's no one with a camera. I just decide I'm gonna shit in the hole. <laughs> Welcome to Turd Talks, where everybody knows that everybody poops. We take it one step further and say everybody poops their pants. I am your host, Dr. Dude, on this stripped-down edition of Turd Talks. <laughs> My guest that we have here today is a multi-talented musician. He speaks several languages, and he tells me that he's an excellent dancer. <laughs> he is the Croatian sensation. Wow. I'd like to welcome Mike B. Thank you for joining us at the table. Thanks for having me. Appreciate okay. it. Well... You started telling me some of the stories earlier. Give me the when and the where, and we'll go on from there. This is kind of a fun one. It obviously, it <laughs> takes place in one of our favorite poop enclaves in Mexico. We've all experienced something there. But the backstory is, is in 2003, with my then-girlfriend, we uh, moved down to Mexico for about six, seven months. And she was going to university down there, learning Spanish. And I ended up tagging along and teaching English to some Korean kids, which is in itself a different <laughs> podcast, I think. But... um. As you know, um, Mexican water, it totally doesn't mix with anybody. It doesn't, doesn't let anybody like, kind of have a good life. So my experience was is we, we had ended up renting a, a small little house, you know, I don't know, like two bedroom, had a little bath, had a little back room, you know, not nice little place, but all, all cement, track housing, no big deal. So the first couple of weeks, first couple of weeks were kind of getting broken in, you know, stomach starting to turn, starting to go for the worse. And, um, and, you know, living in a new place like that in Mexico, like, it wasn't like you would say in the States where you come in and you hook into the, the phone phone line and everything's tapped in and you're good to go. Like We, we got there kind of thinking, you know, we, we turned on um, all the utilities that we thought we turned on or the, the landlord said, like, hey, this is taken care of. And in Mexico, in the city I was in, Querétaro, it's kind of a drought, like dry town where um, they would turn water off after 2 p.m. Oh, like for everybody? All fresh water is turned off at 2 p.m., <laughs> But what they had was on, on top of the, everyone's roof, they had this thing called a Tanaka, which is basically a tank, a huge 100-gallon tank that would fill up with water and would basically be, help you survive the rest of the evening. You know, all the stored water would stay up there. So, you know, my girlfriend at the time, she would go to school during the day, you know, from like whatever, 8 to 3, and I would stay at home, you know, and kind of figure out what I was doing and learn English and, you know, watch Mexican television, which was pretty fantastic. And... um you know, those first couple of weeks is, you know, tr- trying to figure out like, how, okay, how is my stomach going to handle this? And so I, we used to take these pills called Cipro pills, which would technically be, you know, killing bad bacteria. And we, we bought bottled water, we bought, you know, safe water. And, but it was just impossible to be careful with everything, everything, everything. You can, you know, wash your food, you go out to a restaurant, they're going to wash their food or like, you're going to have to, are you going to ask, well, ice too. are you going to ask issue, every right? single time ice? Like, is this yeah. ice water? Like, is this, <laughs> is this clean ice? Like, what did you wash the vegetables with? Did you use, you know, crap water? Did you use like, you know, the treated water and then brushing your teeth, you know, yeah. everything, washing your hands, touching your face. There was no way around it. There was no way around it. So my stomach started to turn that first week. And I don't think I took a, I took a solid shit probably for two days. And then after that, for the next six months, I had never taken, I didn't take a solid shit since. But the big horror story is, is there was one day where 
all of a sudden, you know, our, our toilet doesn't work like it should. <laughs> Obviously, it doesn't work like it should. We tell our landlord, he's he like, wasn't used to those solid shits. <laughs> we tell our landlord, I'll be there mañana. Like, mañana, I'll be there. And that's Monday. And it's Thursdays here, right? <laughs> Thursdays here, we can't flush down the toilet anymore. And okay, so here comes the big emergency. I'm, I'm at home by myself. I'm at home by myself. I have to take a shit. And I know it's going to be bad. And landlord said, a plumber's going to stop by that day. So I don't want to crap in the toilet. So the plumber's going to clean my shit out. You have to come look at it. So I'm like, what the fuck do I do? So what I end up doing, I go in the backyard. I go in the backyard in a cement square. You know, I don't know, like <laughs> ten by ten feet. And there's a hole in the center of the of, of the of the cements. You know, of the cement. There's a cement hole where like everything you wash is going to drain down. I'm like, all right. I look around. Like no one's watching. I hope there's no one with the camera. I just decide I'm going to shit in the hole. <laughs> I'm, How big was the hole? Um, uh, the size of a quarter. I'm like, it, it's not going to be a big deal. Like, I, I'm, it's, I have butter shits. You know, it's yeah, like it's, it's mud butt. Swoop right down. There. It's totally mud butt. So I'm, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to wash it down afterwards, right? So I, I go there. I take my shit. I'm sweating. I'm outside. I, my stomach hurts. I'm just. It's. I've been furious for about ten days, and I haven't taken a normal dump. And I, I'm done. And I kind of, I kind of do a good job of getting it inside the hole. And I'm like, all right, it's time to wash it all down. So I grab the hose, I turn on the water, and then drip, drip. <laughs> was it how clean was it? Like, how much did you get in the hole, and how much was around the hole? Um, I don't know. Splatters, man. Well, I didn't splatter. You know, I didn't splatter, knowing that you know I was in trouble. I was kind of like it was a conservative shit. I'm like, you needed I'm, a, a little funnel. <laughs> a funnel would have been good, but, but I, I ended up figuring it out later in a different way. But I realized that our water bill might not have been paid. Or the, so the water tank on top of the house was empty. And it, like, I've got shit in the backyard. My, 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 my girlfriend at the time, she's at school and is going to come home within the next couple hours. I'm just panicking. Like, like there's shit in the backyard. Like, I don't know what to do. So I end up going to, you know, a, a, across the street, there's a little, little, little store. And they sell those big, you know, those big three, five-gallon water yeah, jugs. And yeah. I end up going across the street, picking that up, and then dumping that. You know, like wasting drinkable water down, down, down the um, the the that sinkhole in the, in the in the backyard, and obviously the plumber did not come that day. He didn't come the next day, and then so like, and then we're calling our land like, listen, man, like we can't I'm take in the hole over here. Yeah, I'm shit. Like my 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 girlfriend, she can go to the to the school and shit yeah. and be fine. Me, I'm like, you know, I, I don't want the hell to do anymore. Like I, I I'm, my stomach is killing me. I want to kill somebody. I'm over here shitting in front of Korean kids. <laughs> Yeah, I have to go to someone else's house to take a crap. You know, it's just not working. So we end up, we kind of end up taking care of our, our water bill. So we've got water, and that's not a big problem anymore. But and then it, then it happens again where we want to make sure the toilet is clean because every time we take a mini shit, it does not want to go down. It takes like two days to go down. Plumber's coming today. Okay, I'm like, oh, I have to crap again. I have to crap again. And now now my girlfriend at the time she's home. Like now what? Like I can't go in the backyard in the hole. That's not going to work. And so the, the next the next best thing was like we got a bucket, put a plastic bag inside, crapped inside a plastic bucket. Obviously, cranking music so loud so the romance wouldn't be ruined. But it was gone. It was That's gone. A totally different sound of shit hitting a plastic bag in a bucket. Oh yeah, there, there, there was no way to keep that you know that that side of you you don't want your significant other to see. Well, it's one thing in a toilet. It's another thing outside 
Were, were you doing the bathroom? It was in the bathroom okay, well. in a bucket in a plastic bag with whatever the hell was on the radio, like very wide. It was like very wide was coming and it always sounded like very wide the way they sound on the radio. And then obviously the plumber did not come that day. So he comes the next day, clean toilet, and he flushes, look, it's totally fine. And he leaves. And why, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Just needed some rest? Or no, what? no, no. So I'm like, all right, we're going to have to teach you the hard way. So the next time. Wait a minute. I'm going to take a shit real quick. And I talked. Stuff this right back. I talked to the landlord. I'm like, hey, the plumber came over. He didn't do anything. You know, my Spanish wasn't great enough to kind of be like, hey, dude, don't leave. Like, trust me. Like, it's not flushing. And so I'm like, we're going to have to teach him the hard way. So I took a dump. And, and, and flushed. And it didn't go down. And then when the plumber came, I'm like, look, man. It's not going down. You flush it now. Look at this shit. Flush it now. And he's like, oh, okay. He ended up taking, he had to take the whole toilet seat off. And the tenants before had thrown a toothbrush down there. And there's a toothbrush stuck in the toilet. Luckily. I like they were trying to flush drugs or something. (laughs) That would have been at least, you know, could have paid for the plumber. White pants. The reason. The reason. Well, this is my cousin's white pants story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so my cousin, she, she went to a. I think it was either a wedding or an anniversary, and she lives in Long Island, and it's about an hour away from home from her. Her and her sister-in-law went to this whatever it was anniversary wedding, and they got there. Everyone ate, and there's a buffet, and there was something there that they ate that destroyed them, like destroyed them to the point that that hour drive home. Did not. It wasn't going to happen. It was not going to make it. <laughs> that hour drive became a 36-minute They were not going to make it. <laughs> so this is where the, the two stories turn off. My cousin, knowing that she was not feeling good, ended up driving herself early. She's like, she was going to take her mother-in-law, but she's like, you know what? You better get a different ride home. I don't feel good. I have to do this by myself. So on the drive home, she shits her pants. You know, driving home, she shits her pants. And, um, and, and then her sister-in-law... It's picked up by her boyfriend and they're going to a concert and she's the one wearing white pants. And so from this event, you know, they start to drive to the concert they're going to go to. She's wearing white pants and then halfway there with her boyfriend, she shits her pants. (laughs) So horrible. So my my cousin got the best of it. Like she crapped her pants and like you know like slop walked walked but, but into the she house. She wanted to go solo. She was like something's gonna go down. Sums here. up her sister in law. Her sister in law did not know what was gonna coming for her. She got in the car with like you know some guys she was dating wearing white pants off to some concerts. I'm gonna go rock out. Oh man, this is gonna great rock and this roll. is gonna be great. Shits her pants. Like it's the, so what happens? My, my my cousin said it was it was one of those things like you could not hold it in. You could not hold you it know, in. You couldn't fight it. It was, it was nature. Was, you get those was, little warnings. It goes, what? Yeah. It's coming right now. Red flag. Red flag. <laughs> you know, hit the emergency button. So I didn't know where the story went from there because I felt embarrassed for her, but I doubt it was very good. And I don't so, know I mean, if they st- I mean, kept dating you afterwards. Can't, you can't go to the concert and be like, ah, I'm going to oh, no. it out. I'm just going to pay There's a lot no of money way. for this. There's no way. Because <laughs> your pants like, are full of shit. <laughs> Your white pants are like, you have yeah, like streaks. It's not like you can just toss out the underpants. No, 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 no,
Excellent. Well, that was a beautiful, beautiful series of stories you've regaled us with. I thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. And uh, hopefully next time I see you, we'll have some more stories. <laughs> Hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Talks.